Hey, brothers and sisters, this is by the grace of God, your favorite brother from another mother. I come to you uh, soberly and vigilantly tonight, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise God. So first, I just, uh, want to, while we wait on people to show up, the Lord just wants me to pray and release his peace upon you tonight, brothers and sisters. And the Lord said in his word, I'll read a verse to you right now. John chapter 14, the Lord said, uh, hallelujah. He said, verse 26, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost from the Father, will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. And the Lord said, verse 27, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Hallelujah. Praise God tonight, brothers and sisters. The Lord said, Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Yes, hallelujah. I just hear the Lord say that. His peace he gives unto us tonight, brothers and sisters. Yes, hallelujah. My peace I give unto you. It's a peace that the world cannot understand. Yes, we give you the praise and glory tonight. Hallelujah. My peace I give unto you. And the Lord is just releasing that through that song. I, I, I don't have the whole song. and It doesn't matter about singing it correctly, but it's from the word of God that we just read. John chapter 14. It's a peace that the world cannot give. Yes. It's a peace to know and a peace to give. Hallelujah. Praise God tonight, Lord Jesus. The Lord wants us to walk in his shalom, brothers and sisters. His peace that the world cannot give. Hallelujah. Praise God tonight, brothers and sisters. I just speak the peace of the Most High God upon you, the Comforter. The spirit of comfort be upon each and every Christian under the sound of my voice tonight. Each and every disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In that text. I've got another text from the Lord. The Lord has given me a warning. Uh, rapture, judgment warning, which I'm about to share. And I've been telling you guys what the Lord said to be sober, be vigilant for your adversary, the devil, and all those things. Uh, to watch when I made a video, just where the Lord keeps saying, watch, watch when you see these things begin to happen. So now the Lord has given me a, a higher warning, a final warning. But in this text, if you want to walk in the peace of the Lord, this is the secret that the Lord wants you to get right here. And this is really the difference between being raptured and being left behind. John chapter 14, verse 23, Jesus said, Jesus answered and said unto him, to, to them, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which he hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things I have spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, 
He will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Hallelujah. Praise God, brothers and sisters. Of course, we know the Lord went away. Of course, he meant it to his disciples in that day, but it's for us right now. The Lord went away when he ascended to heaven. Just like for them, he went away when he was crucified and came back in three days. On the third day, he came back, right? So on the third day with the Lord, the third thousand years, he's coming back. So it's been, we're in the window of, we're less than seven years away. Seventh year from now is 2030, will be 2002 days. The Lord is rise early in the morning on the third day. You have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said, I go unto the father for my father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass. Then when it come to pass, you might believe. Hereafter, I will not talk much more with you for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the father. And as the father gave me commandment, even so I do arise, let us go hence brothers and sisters. So how, Will the world know that Jesus loves the Father, brothers and sisters? How? What did Jesus say? How will the world know that Jesus loves the Father? Well, he did the will of the Father, brothers and sisters. How did he know he came from the Father? Because he did the works. He said, I can only do what I see my Father doing. That goes for us, brothers and sisters. That's how the world will know we're Jesus' disciples, because we love one another as he has loved us, as the Father has loved us. The song that the Lord had me singing about six months ago, we are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. It's an old song, maybe from late 1960s or 70s. The Lord said that song's about to be fulfilled. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. They will know we are Christians by our love, by our love. The Lord, I, I had some visions from the Lord and the Lord gave me a stern warning. And I'm about to share it, but I, I had to talk about that peace first. Let your heart not be troubled, brothers and sisters. If you're a Christian and you love the Lord and, and you do the things he says, you have nothing to fear. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, this is the word that the Lord gave me. I'm going to read it to you from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 13. Brothers and sisters, hey, Brother Al, Sister Barbara, all you guys. Uh, God bless all you guys. I'm going. I'm just going to keep going. So this is from Mark chapter 13, starting at verse 32. Now, this is the word of the Lord. But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Take ye heed. And that's the word the Lord wants you to get. Before he told me, this, you know, we've been saying be sober, be vigilant, and be looking and watching and waiting and all that, the different words that the Lord uses. but. Last night, the Lord out of the blue spoke to me and said, take heed. He gave me this text. Take heed. That means be alert. Be alert. Be careful. Be, be careful. Be alert. It's like a higher warning. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Take ye heed. Be careful. Be watching. 
Take ye heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. That's the key verse right there. Watch and pray. People trying to calculate the date of the rapture, some sooner, some later. The Lord says, you know not when the time is. We're in that season, of course. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, and he left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the porter to watch. Now the Lord's, you just said that I'm one of his, I'm one of his porters. Me as a preacher, I'm one of his porters. See, people call themselves watchmen, and of course they watch, but a porter is the King James word right here, which means a doorkeeper. You know, a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. As King David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than dwell in the tents of the wicked. So the Lord specifically focused it for me and, of course, anybody else that's, you know, preaching. To every man his work and commanded the doorkeeper to watch. Watch ye therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh. At evening or in the, mid, in the midnight or in the cock crowing or in the morning least coming suddenly, he finds you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. Jesus said right there. He said, what I say to you, my disciples here, I say unto all, everybody, watch. Capital watch. There you go from the Lord, brothers and sisters. That's the word of the Lord tonight. Take heed. King James word, as I said. Got to be careful. Be alert. Be sober, be vigilant. We've talked about all that. Watch. Absolutely. So there's an urgency in my spirit from the Lord. So that was last night when I was praying before at bedtime. And this morning I began to, you know, read the text again and again and, and, and wait on the Lord. And then the Lord gave me a vision when I was getting ready to make this video because I was going to tell you guys that. But then I had a vision from the Lord and I saw. I saw uh, I saw this great big angel and his wings were down and he was seated up high and lifted up. And he was seated and he was saying he was waiting on the Lord to send him. I mean, I could see one angel. There was probably lots, but I saw one big angel. He had these big old wings and he was up there and he's just like perched up high. And he's bright, white, glowing, you know, glowing with the glory of God. and. He was saying, you know, in his mind, I guess I could hear him saying, just give me the go, you know, to the Lord. And then I saw the Lord. I saw the Lord. And I, I saw the, the Lord and he was all shiny and glorious. Jesus Christ way up high, even higher than the angel. And then I, it was like I looked down at the bottom of his garment or like where his feet would be. I saw North America. I saw the North American continent. And then it was just a, a whole big wheat field. And I saw that all the wheat was ripe. It was ready. And then the Lord spoke to me and said, the final harvest is here, brothers and sisters. The final harvest is here. Then the Lord spoke several other things to me. Some of the things he told me I might share that he said to me about these things. And I and I'd uh, text uh, Brother Gary because Brother Garrett, I've been praying about this particular thing for 12 years. So, um, you know, it's like the Lord will speak to him or me. And, and then we have a confirmation of these things for what the, just the way the Lord does it. The Lord spoke to me a fourfold 
restoration and a fourfold anointing. And then he told me that, of course, four in Hebrew is the door, the dalit. And I hear the Lord say, behold, I, I see the door is open. The Lord said the door is open. Of course, John chapter four happens to be John chapter four, verse one. The door is open, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And for those who will be here during the tribulation, the Lord said this. And, he's, you know, he said to be as bold as a lion and I will deliver you from the fiery furnace. So, you know, in Daniel, there's two, you know, Daniel's in the lion's den and then Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego were in the fiery furnace. So it's like those two together. And I saw, I saw a lion laying down and then the lion stood up. And just as the lion was standing up, the Lord said, be as bold as a lion and I will deliver you from the fiery furnace. And I felt, first I felt this heat. I was like, I guess this really like a powerful move of the Holy Spirit. It was like making my face hot. And then the Lord said, be as bold as a lion and I will deliver you from the fiery furnace. Hallelujah. Praise God. And many other things the Lord told me as, as it comes back to me right now, I will share it with you, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise God. The time is at hand. The Lord is at the door, brothers and sisters. He's coming at an hour we least expect. So, I, I, I mean, the way the Lord's talking to me, I think it's like now, but I mean, Last earlier yesterday, he spoke to me about Sukkot and he told me, he said, I want you to, you know, study about Sukkot. But the first thing that I understand from the Lord about Sukkot, which is the Feast of Tabernacles, which just passed. In the book of Revelation. It says that the tabernacle of the Lord is with man. See, so Jesus is the tabernacle and we tabernacle in him. You know, so a tabernacle is like a tent. So, you know, the Lord brought these things to me. So I'm going to say them fast as it comes into my mind. Like when, think about this, when, uh, and I don't know what all it means at one level. Of course, when Peter, James, and John went with Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration, Peter said, you know, let us make a tabernacle for you and for uh, Elijah and Moses. You know, and, and then people talk about say, well, you know, Peter was out of his mind. He was acting crazy because of the glory of God. I believe maybe because it was Feast of Tabernacles. I don't know. But the Lord brought that to my mind when he was saying these things to me, you know, at the coming of the Lord. And so, But I mean, it's not necessarily about a date. The point that the Lord wants us to get is the fact that God, the Lord will tabernacle with us. You know, we talk about the Shekinah glory. You know, and that comes from the Mishkan, the tent of meeting. It's a tent of meeting where Moses and Aaron met with the Lord and the pillar of fire came down and the Lord spoke to Moses face to face there at the entrance of the tabernacle. And that's what the Lord is saying. During the time of the wilderness, the Lord was there with them and he tabernacled with Aaron and his sons and Moses. You know, they are literally, of course, in the midst of the nation of Israel, in the midst of his people. But they couldn't come near him. The children of Israel couldn't come near him. Only Moses and Aaron and his sons. Why? And they had to follow all these rules. They had to follow those rules with the, you know, where they washed themselves and all that stuff. Why? Because they didn't have the blood of Jesus. But the Bible says we've been brought nigh. We've been brought near by the blood of Jesus, brothers and sisters. We can come boldly before the throne of grace to obtain mercy. I've been talking about that. So the tabernacle is the Lord tabernacling with us, brothers and sisters. One time I had a rapture dream. The Lord has reminded me of it. I made a video at that time, I do believe, years ago. 
And then when the rapture happened, we were under one of those, what they call a kupa, which is a tabernacle. It's like a little tent that they put over the bride and the bridegroom. And in my dream, I was there and got raptured. It was a wedding. And then the tabernacle was the Lord's prayer shawl. Lord, the Jesus Christ's prayer shawl became the tabernacle or the, the kupa, as they call it, or whatever that they put over a Jewish wedding that we met the Lord. So I made a video at that time. I remember now way back 2012, 13, whatever it was, you know, that when the rapture happens, we're going to meet there under that tent. We will meet under the tent. The Lord is reminding me right now, just recently, like in the last six months or a year, I had a dream and I was up on this hill and I was, there was two women in there with me and we were inside that I didn't know their faces. And we were inside of a, like a Koopa. And then all the church was out there. Remember, I told you guys that. And there, uh, who watched my videos, there were all the church was out there. And what I saw was I saw the children going up first. Like, you know, kids like 10, up to 12, 13, 14 years old. I don't know. But what was so funny, they went up feet first. They went feet first and they went up. And I don't know, that means something probably that because they're last, they're first, or because they're children, I don't know. And then everybody else and I saw the spirit of the Lord and angels going around the earth. And the harvest was like a wave. It went all the way around the earth. You guys remember that video? It was just in the last six months or so. And it was a wave. And so when we, I mean, I saw the, well, I guess the children went immediately. All the children of the world went at one time. So then I, it's when I knew it was a rapture. But I was up on this hill a little bit, like a watchman, I guess, inside this koopa. Dwelling in the secret place, I guess, with two women, I guess, who are also being used by the Lord in a similar way, who I, I don't know their faces. I know some people from YouTube, but I don't watch anybody's videos. I don't know what their faces look like necessarily, but I told the details about them. I can't remember. But anyway, we, you know, I got we got down on the floor of that Koopa and we're praying and crying out to the Lord. And all the people outside were doing that, too, crying out to the Lord, you know to have mercy and save us, deliver us, that kind of thing. And then it was a wave that went all the way around the world. And I could see it in the spirit. I could see it was like, you know, the rising sun, but it was moving fast. It just took a minute or two minutes or I don't know, seconds or minutes. I don't know. It was moving like a wave all around the world. And as that wave was passing, people were being caught up, all the Christians. So it wasn't all the world at the same time, other than, I guess, the children, as I said. What all that means, I don't know, but I shared that. Lord is reminding me right now about that. Amen. God is holy. Yes. Amen, Brother Al. Yes. The Lord is reminding me of all these things. And I hear the Lord say, this is the beginning of all sorrows. It's the beginning of sorrows. And the Lord reminds in, is reminding me too, October the 7th. That is kicking into motion the final peace deal in the Middle East that happens that starts the tribulation. The tribulation begins when they make that peace treaty to divide the land of Israel, to rebuild the temple, and make this peace deal with, with the Antichrist. This, what happened October the 7th, as the Lord had told me at that time, and I've shared with you guys, this will directly lead to that final solution. And it's very ironic that Hitler has called his deal the final solution. And this is from the same God, the dragon, the, the God with a little g, as Jesus said, the God of this world comes and I have no part in him. He said there when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, 
Satan. His final solution is to try to kill all the Jews. I mean, that's what this is about. It's the ultimate goal of the devil, but the Lord ain't going to let it happen, brothers and sisters. As I've shared with you guys, the Lord has talked to me about Petra many times. Israel will be gathered in Petra. And uh, yesterday, uh, two days ago, I, I didn't mention in the video, but the Lord talked to me about that too. I mean, there's a rock group. Years ago, I made a video at that time, 2014, 15. I told the Lord, I said, well, you know, most Christian music, because the Lord told me I don't want you to play worldly music, especially in front of non-believers. He said, you know, because I, I'm going to use you for singing. That's when before I really started, before I started singing. And the Lord said, I, I don't want you to be, be, you know, defiled by singing any worldly music and playing it. I said, okay, Lord. And then I said to the Lord later on, I was like, well, Lord, you know, most Christian music is all, it's fine, but I mean, it gets kind of old. I mean, I wish there was some different kinds of Christian music, you know, and the Lord gave me the word Petra. I looked it up. It's a, like a hard rock Christian group that is famous. I never heard of them before. Rock, Psalm 144, verse one. You know, he's our strength is what the King James says. The Lord is my, the Lord, my strength, but it's, uh, I can't remember how to say it now. Tis zoo. You know, the Lord is my rock. This in the Greek, Petrus. Petr, the group is Pe, uh, Petra, Petrus, put an S on it. You've got a boulder. Jesus told Peter, I just talked about it the other day, but I didn't tell this part. Jesus told Peter, you're a Petros, you're a stone, Petros. But upon this Petrus, this big boulder, I will build my church. What is that? The, the, the uh, revelation that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God, the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of Jesus Christ. Peter got a revelation, but the revelation, of course, the book of Revelation, brothers and sisters. So what the Lord was just telling me that day too, the name of that group. I mean, it's about the rock. The place where Israel will be during the second half of the tribulation is the name is, you know, it's a big rock. It's a big rock. And of course, Jesus is the big rock. And the Lord's going to provide water for them there and everything. It's a desert place. God's going to provide just like he did before when they were in the wilderness before. Water comes from the rock. The Lord's going to do it again. And even that music that they sing, it's in English, rock music, you know. So the Lord is uh, really speaking clearly. And definitely, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, he is our rock and he's Israel's rock. They just don't know it yet. Then I had another little vision tonight, too. I saw this whirlwind coming down from heaven, brothers and sisters. I saw this whirlwind, but it was a bright, like a Shekinah glory whirlwind. Came down and touched the earth. And then I could see inside there, it was the body of Christ. So it was like Jesus, but the whirlwind was, you know, you couldn't see his head. Because it was in the whirlwind of the glory of God. All I could see was his body. And then coming into that body was all the people, brothers and sisters. So, I mean, when I just saw it before a little while before I saw this video, I didn't even think about that one because I was thinking about all the other ones. Now I think about it. It's a, I mean, the, it was a gathering, you know, because as that whirlwind was spinning, the people were being sucked into that. And it was forming the literal body of Jesus, which we are the body of Christ. And that's what it was, brothers and sisters. We're talking about the that wheat that I saw is ripe and ready for harvest, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Just the other day, the Lord is reminding me, the last video I made, the Lord said, I'm putting enmity between the righteous and the wicked. Enmity, just like he's got enmity between the devil and the seed of the woman. Enmity means there are natural enemies. You know, we have an instinct, just like snakes. There are some weird people that like snakes. And yes, you're weird if you like snakes. 
I don't, because God said he put enmity. The snake represents the devil throughout the Bible. So 99% of people, they, when they see a snake, they have automatic, you know, they want to kill it or run from it or whatever. God put that in us, brothers and sisters. It's symbolic of sin. It's symbolic of evil. And that's what God intended for us, brothers and sisters. That's why snakes are such a big deal with 99% of people. Because God put enmity. That symbolizes the devil right there, brothers and sisters. Absolutely. So the Lord told me he put enmity between the righteous and the wicked. Of course, we know during the tribulation what's going to happen. The wicked are going to try to kill the righteous openly everywhere if you don't take the mark, right? And then the Lord told me, you know, because the Lord was talking to me about that saying, he said, be as bold as a lion and I'll deliver you from the fiery furnace. And then I heard myself say, I don't care what YouTube thinks about what I say. You know, it's like I heard myself saying it and I don't care what YouTube has to say, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. The word of God will not be bound. Hallelujah. They may try to bind me or bind whoever. As Paul said, they put me in jail, but the word of God, the gospel is not bound. The word of God will go. The Lord said his word will go forth, you know, and it will not return unto him void. Hallelujah. Praise God, brothers and sisters. So I consider myself to be pretty bold compared to most preachers, but the Lord is like, uh, seems like it's going to be a whole lot more boldness. So, but as the Lord, it's up to the Lord. Let the Spirit have His way. Let the Holy Spirit have His way, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. It's up to the Lord. I'm just along for the ride. You know, I'm just cooperating with the, I'm getting on the roller coaster and cooperating with the Lord, you know, whatever He wants to do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Or more like uh, I had a dream one time that it was time for the rapture and I was with all these Jewish people. They were dressed in the, you know, like a hat, the black hats and all this stuff. And we got on a, octopus ride i've mentioned that in videos before you know the octopus ride it's got all these arms and the thing just goes all over the place and it'll spinning and turning and moving all at the same time and i wrote it before as a you know teenager at the fair or whatever and uh it's a popular ride i guess it still is if people go to amusement parks and i could see we was at we were at an airport waiting to get on an airplane. And we were out there riding that octopus and octopus. And I can see the this storm coming. So, you know, like a, a horrible storm coming, you know, because it was a flat place. And then the octopus stopped and we got off. And then I was with those Jewish people. I've mentioned this before. We started doing one of those Jewish dances. Like you go around in a circle, you put your arms on each other. You know how the, the men will do and dancing around and kicking and jumping or whatever all they do. You've probably seen videos like that, like a Jewish wedding dance. And uh, anyway, because I do know that song as I was been learning Hebrew, I learned this, uh, the Jewish wedding song that I'm referring to in Hebrew. And um, that's what we were doing that right there. So it's a wedding song. Hallelujah. And, that, and the English words for that song uh, is saying, awaken brothers and let's rejoice. I mean, the words in, are not about a wedding that you would think of. The, the words of the song, I believe, are really inspired by the Lord because they're saying, arise, awaken brothers, you know, arise and rejoice. Let us rejoice. Let us rejoice. That's what they're saying in, in English in that song. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. We're going home soon. The Lord wants you to be forewarned. You know not what hour the Lord is coming. Take heed. I mean, that's, you know, I'm being trying to, I mean, the Lord has given us a spirit of peace. But it's very serious. It's very urgent for us, brothers and sisters, that we take heed. 
you know, be alert, be watchful, be sober, be vigilant. And then the Lord, I've got, there's, I have several different ones of these um, daily Bible verses. And, and, and of course, all of them are talking about different Bible verses about being watchful and being sober and being vigilant. First Thessalonians chapter five, you know, those who sleep, sleep in the night and those who are drunk are drunk in the night. But we are not children of the night, but of the day, brothers and sisters, that that day would not overtake us as a thief. Hallelujah. So that's what the Lord wants you to do for me and for all of us. It's like when the Lord spoke that to me, it was almost harsh the way he was telling me. And I, I, I don't know if the Lord will lead me to convey. I'm trying to convey it to you as the Lord leads. Take heed. It was like very stern, serious. Lord is very serious about this. The Spirit of the Lord was on me last night and about that. So I don't know how, you know, how he wants me to convey it to you because many people are baby Christians and stuff like that. It's all up to the Spirit of the Lord, but you can get the words. Take heed, brothers and sisters. Take heed. Be alert. Let me read the verse to you again. Let's read that one particular verse. Verse 33. Jesus speaking, Mark 13, 33. Take ye heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. I'm saying to you that, uh, because see, what, what I had done is when the Lord had spoken to me about Sukkot and I was looking at it, I was thinking, well, the Lord might be coming next year at Sukkot. That makes sense, you know. And I'd messaged. Um, as a matter of fact, one of the moderators, the Lord had led me to give a message to uh, Sister Paulette, who's one of the moderators, sent her a song. The Lord had actually given me a song to share with Sister Paulette on Facebook, which I did. And then she said, I know the Lord's coming soon. And then I, I just said, well, I, I think it's going to be this year, even maybe even like, you know, before in the fall feast time of 2024. So I'd shared that with her. And it was uh, just saying that's my idea, my thought at this moment as I've been praying and thinking about it. And then that's when the Lord, right after that, the Lord spoke to me and said, take heed. You know, you don't know when it's going to be. So, I mean, I took it from the Lord. It's going to be sooner than that. Like, this is very serious. It's not like, oh, yeah, well, I've got, we've got till next year kind of a thing. That's what I felt from the Lord. And it's like the Lord was really, you know, uh, wanting me to be more, uh, more watchful. I, be, I mean, I don't know my opinion. I'm probably more watchful than 90% of Christians. I, I, you know, I think if you're going to be a real preacher, you've got to be watchful. And the Lord is getting on to me to be what more sober, vigilant, watching and praying. So how much more does that apply to everybody else? But, you know, the, the average Christian. You got to be serious, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. We got to be so serious, brothers and sisters. That's right. You know, when you wrote that, Desi, right now, that's something else the Lord was reminding me about. This afternoon, the Lord was reminding me about that. And as a matter of fact, it's something that Brother Gary has told me several times years ago. And maybe I said it first or he said it first. I can't remember, but I've heard him mention it several times. He remembered that one, maybe the Lord had spoken to me in a video. I can't remember originally. But anyway, it was uh, prepare against the third day. The word from the Lord was prepare against the third day. So when the children of Israel, as you're mentioning there, Desi, when the children of Israel were going to go up and meet God on the mountain, uh, which they all did, were supposed to go up there and, and God gave them the Ten Commandments and spoke like a trumpet and all this. Moses told them, you know, don't 
go near your wives for three days. You know, Jesus was buried for three days, right? So it's kind of like that, like a three-day fast. God told them to wash their clothes. Don't sleep with your wife during this three days. So it was like a three-day fast and sanctification. And so they're doing, you know, in Israel, in the Old Testament, it's always the natural stuff that God is talking to them about because they don't have the Holy Spirit like we do. But it's symbolic, you know. Of course, it's literal, but it's also symbolic. This idea of being prepared against the third day. So that's what I, I said at the beginning of this, earlier in this video, that, that I wasn't planning on saying. When I read the text to you in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, when the Lord was saying that, you know, I go away and then I'm coming back. Don't be upset. He came back on the third day. And then I just told you guys, well, the third day of thousands of years, the day with the Lord is as a thousand years. It's like AD 2030. Some people say Jesus was crucified in 32 AD. I've heard 33. But I think the number one is 30, 30 AD. So anyway, this is 23. And uh, that's seven years from now. So if you have a seven-year tribulation minus seven years, 2023, the window is open on the day it being a year with the Lord. You know, a year with the Lord is a thousand years with us, brothers and sisters. So I, I've talked about that before. We are in that window over the next three years at maximum. If the Lord has literally meant what he said, which I think he did. Hallelujah. I would say he probably did, brothers and sisters. So we're very close. And the Lord is just like very serious about this, brothers and sisters. I don't know how to emphasize it to you better unless the Lord quicken me with some words to say. You know what I mean? I'm just like, it's like I'm, I, I can't add to what the Lord said. It's like I'm dumbfounded to say beyond what the Lord said. It's like I want to say more, but it's like the Lord is holding me back. So maybe, you know, I, he wants to keep it right on the, right on the edge. You know, he, what he says. And the Lord said, you don't know when he's coming back. That's what he told his disciples. You don't know when the time is, Jesus said. So therefore, watch and pray. Amen. Well, thank you, Anna G. That must be it. Anna G said that Israel was attacked, yes, at the end of Sukkot. That's right. At the very end of the fall feast, you know, they call it, they have it the celebration of the Torah. They're right at the end of Sukkot. It was at the end of Sukkot and then the beginning of that. They have that last day that they have this. Uh, they call it uh, in, in, in English. It looks like uh, like chat, but it's um, I keep, you know, as a matter of fact, that word kept getting quickened to me because they pronounce it totally different. Sim, simka, like sim chat. You know, when I see that word, I say sim chat. What kind of word is that? But they pronounce it like simkat or whatever of the Torah, celebration of the Torah. And that word kept standing out to me when I kept seeing it, but I had no idea why. But that was the day when the uh, when the uh, attack happened, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah! Praise God, brothers and sisters. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. That's it, brother Al. Israel's going to go back to Petra. They're going to go back to the rock. I believe, as I told you guys the other day, there's a Bible verse the Lord had given me when I first started in the ministry. And I gave you what I believe the interpretation is the other day. It says in Jeremiah, God said, behold, I do a mystery or a new thing. A woman in that day, a woman will surround a man. Meaning that men usually are supposed to be 
the military. But and I shared with you guys, well, the church right now, the church, the bride, the woman, the church is protecting the man, the sons of Israel. And then, of course, in Petra, I believe the Lord will have people assigned, I guess, tribulation saints assigned to also help with the Israelites in Petra. There'll be there'll be some uh, Gentiles there, too, working with Israel. And, and I believe that. The Lord has shown me several different ways over the last 23 years about that. I talked about it in videos before. God will have, you know, there'll be Gentiles getting saved under the 144,000. And they'll be having church. They'll be having discipleship. They're going to be connected to Israel. They will be one. Like that song, as I mentioned, God's going to fulfill that song before he comes back at the end of the tribulation. We are one in the spirit, we are one in the Lord. See, someone was inspired to write that song, and they were probably thinking about Presbyterians and Baptists when they say, and we pray one day our unity will be restored. That's an old, like a Jesus movement, Jesus freaks, Jesus hippie error is when that song came out, as far as I know. It was like around 1970 or somewhere in there. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. And they say, and we pray that one day our unity will be restored. Say, now, Lord, there's something the Lord spoke to me yesterday that is coming back to me now because I keep mentioning that. But what it is, is he's talking about Israel in the church. Uh, you know, the, the uh, tribulation saints in the tribulation, the Lord will restore. Of course, when he comes back, we'll, we'll all be one for sure. The, the bride that got raptured. But even now, the Lord is going to. And that's what October 7th is really all about. You know, if 90, if if Nazism was all about Israel being restored to the land, but the devil meant for evil, God turned to good. Israel, even though the world has always hated Israel, but because of the Holocaust, or Shoah as they call it, because of the Holocaust, they had enough world sympathy to, re to rebuild Israel and become a nation again. And then the Jewish people in the world said, we got to have our own homeland. Are they going to do this to us again? That's why their motto is never again. So that's the whole point of the nation of Israel for Jewish people, really, is that they can't never again. We've got our own thing. See, that's in their mind. In the natural, we've got protection because we're together and there's not, you know, we're all Jews here. But in reality, God brought them back, as it says in the Bible. I'm not teaching that tonight. They come back in unbelief, which they did. And then God has gathered them there for the purpose that the tribulation can happen, that Jesus can come back, the Antichrist, all those things are going to happen. And Israel had to be in the land, which they are now. And so God is preparing since at least 1948. I mean, it was actually 100 years before that. They started returning in the 1800s and, and, and Hebrew was restored and all those things. God's done all that's already old news, brothers and sisters, old news. 1948, it's already whatever. 75 years ago, brothers and sisters, that's old news. But the Lord hasn't come back yet. And we're at just the very end of that generation. The very last, Jesus said, this generation shall not pass away. So, I mean, that would remember. I mean, as you say, technically see it. A newborn baby could have seen it, but wouldn't remember. So 75 would be the youngest possible age. Somebody could be to be here in 1945. Uh, you know, the old, the youngest age, 75 plus talking 80 years old to be, I'd say five years old, you could remember that. So 80 years old, it's pretty old, brothers and sisters. That's the end of a generation also, brothers and sisters, for sure. Hallelujah. We are there, brothers and sisters. We are there. I hear the Lord say he's at the door. 
The Lord is near even at the door. I hear the Lord say it right now, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord's return is very near, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Lord is coming back soon. Hallelujah. Maranatha. Jesus is coming. Maranatha. Come, Lord, soon. That's what we need to pray and sing it. The Lord's been leading me to do it. I sang it Friday night at the revival. Maranatha is an Aramaic word. It's at the end of the book of Revelation. It's come back, Lord. You know, I, we sang that song in Hebrew. The Hebrew words, the spirit and the bride say come. You know, Haruach, Vehakalah, Umrimbo. That's Hebrew, but the Bible has, it's in Greek, book of Revelation. And it's in Aramaic, Maranatha. That's a, an abbreviation. Like the Tanakh is an abbreviation of the, the, the Torah, the prophets, and the history books together, and they make it one word, Tanakh. Maranatha is like that. It's like an abbreviation term. It means, you know, come back, Lord. Kind of an acronym is what they might you might want to call it. Hallelujah. Maranatha, Jesus is coming. Maranatha, come, Lord, soon. Hallelujah. Maranatha, Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. We give you the praise. Let's praise and worship the Lord a little bit, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Some people, if you just got on here, you can go back and watch from the beginning. I shared the word as the Lord leads. We'll be sharing more of these words. Yeah. And I think those guys like Anna G who reminded me, Sukkot is when all this started, this last thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I just hear the Lord say, he, you know, he's given me a word that when you see the Jews going back up to on the temple mount to praise and worship, know that the bride of Christ is about to go up. That's one of the signs the Lord gave me. And I made videos 2013 about this. OK, and another word the Lord gave me is when you see the Florida, the, um, the uh, trident everywhere. And when you see the trident everywhere, it's the final sign. The Lord gave me that it was time for the rapture. Those two signs I just mentioned, things the Lord showed me. 2013, 14, I've been making videos about it for 10 years. And about the Florida Lee as a symbol of the Antichrist. Well, the trident and a Florida Lee almost look exactly alike, but very similar. But the trident, so we know that the Ukraine flags are everywhere. There was nothing going on in Ukraine at that time, brothers and sisters. So what we should expect, what the Lord told me, we should see a nuclear explosion on the Korean Peninsula. And then that's the time when that happens, what the Lord showed me personally showed me. I'm saying this is what not from the Bible, what the Lord showed me. Those things I'm telling you. That there will be a nuclear explosion on the Korean Peninsula. Just that's like within minutes or days of the raptures. It's like that's it. But this uh, trident everywhere. And the symbol of the Antichrist is the Florida Lee. And they look very similar. I mean, maybe it's the same thing I was seeing because uh, they look so similar. You know, I don't think they were the same, but could be. Um, I don't, you know, it's too, but it's so, it's not a coincidence that the symbol of the Antichrist, the Florida Lee, looks like the trident, which is what's bringing about this uh, New World Order thing, brothers and sisters. And of course, the dividing of the land of Israel, when the children of Israel begin to really weep, as the Lord said, you know, the Lord's word will be fulfilled. And, and Matthew at the end, when Matthew 23, 22, the Lord said, you know, weep between the porch and the altar. He's telling the Jews, you know, that, that their time was over with. He had cursed the fig tree because it wasn't bearing fruit. That represents Israel. Remember, he said, behold, the parable of the fig tree. When you, 
when you see it putting forth branches, you know, that's follow me now. You see that summer is nigh. You know, he's talking about the restoration of Israel, the nation, brothers and sisters. And then he cursed the fig tree because it wasn't bearing fruit. So when he goes into the temple, Matthew 22, 23 in there, he says, you know, because you search the whole world to make one convert and you make him twice the child of hell that you are. And he's rebuking them, calling them a pit of vipers and all snakes and all that stuff. You know, then he says, you know, you killed the prophets and you testify against yourself because you killed the prophets and all that. Those who I sent to you, God sent to you. And then he said, you know, weep between the porch and the altar. And now the Lord's speaking that this, what I just said now is a word right now. That word's going to be fulfilled. When they are going to be weeping there at the Temple Mount, between the porch and the altar, there between Solomon's porch and the Holy of Holies. So what's between the porch of Solomon's, like at the edge of the temple area? And then the Holy of Holies is where the altar is. I mean, you know, the holy place, the altar of incense. I assume that's what he meant. So they're in between there. They'll be on the Temple Mount. Now, I've shared that they'd be on the Temple Mount, but what I just said was right now the Lord is quickening that in my spirit. The Lord's word in that text will be fulfilled. And what are they going to be doing? They're going to be crying out for deliverance, brothers and sisters, crying out for deliverance. That's when the rapture happens. And that's when, you know, the Lord starts dealing with them, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. It is getting down to the amen, God is holy. That's it. These are minute details. And I've been, you know, asking the Lord for 23 years about this stuff. And the Lord has given me these details. That's a, that's what I'm saying. Just from, see, from my perspective, I see that the rapture is so close. Because the Lord is speaking to me more and more clearly. He's telling me to be bold as a lion and all this stuff. And all the things the Lord told me are converging. As I told you, it's the great convergence on Jerusalem. It's all those levels. Everything is converging on Jerusalem in the world. And that's a sign we can see with our own eyes. And the Lord said in his word, you know, that Jerusalem will become a cup of trembling and a stumbling block for anybody that tries to mess with it in the last, try to deal with Jerusalem in the last days. In the book of Zechariah. So Israel is a nowhere place as far as oil and natural resources and location and all that. Anyone that would just look at the world. You know, the, the valuable places are not Israel in the natural, like California, maybe. I don't know. You know, Hawaii or something is beautiful, whatever. Israel is not on the top 10 list of, oh, this is a place we need to fight over. The only reason why the devil is fighting over it is because Jesus is coming back there, because the temple's going to be there. That's why they're trying to kill the Jews, because they produce the Bible as the Bible, King James calls the oracles of God, and they produce the Messiah. So that's why the devil's trying to kill them, been trying to kill them, brothers and sisters, from the very beginning. As, it's, as I told you guys, Jacob's name, which means surplanter, so even right now, in the eyes of man, Israel is what? Surplanting the Palestinians out of their land. That's what the world said, what the devil's people said. But God said, after he wrestled with we just talked about this the other day, though, about Jacob wrestling with the angel of the Lord. He changed his name to Israel. What did it say? Right in the text. You hear people trying to give definitions for what Israel means. Go look in Genesis and what did the angel of the Lord say? What did Jesus say Israel means? I don't need to listen to what anybody says Israel means. It says, he who wrestles with God and man and overcomes. He said, I change your name to Israel because you've wrestled with me, with God and man and overcome. 
That's what Israel means. So Israel's been wrestling with mankind since the beginning. They're still wrestling with man. What's going on in the Middle East? Israel's wrestling with mankind, brothers and sisters. Because they all are jealous. They're provoked to jealousy because Israel was God's, you know, God's chosen people. And us church, we the church are God's chosen people, but we're invisible to them. You know, it's a spiritual adoption. We're, we're all throughout the world. They don't see us like Israel is in the natural. We're the spiritual seed of Abraham. We're God's chosen too, brothers and sisters. But we've been hidden. You know, we're under grace. We're under the blood of Jesus, which they will be one day. And of course, they wrestle with God. They wrestle with God in the wilderness for 40 years, right? They wrestle with God about the law of Moses after that. They, you know, disobeying. Then they wrestle with God about accepting their Messiah. They, and they've been wrestling with God and rejecting the Messiah for 2,000 years. And that's all about to come to an end, brothers and sisters. As the Lord had given me those visions, you know, the, the Lord himself, and I'm sharing all these things in one video as the Lord is bringing them all to my mind. These all things converge on Jerusalem in the natural, on the cross in the spirit. All things converge on the cross, on Jesus, you know, four, uh, from four directions. It all comes back to the cross, which, of course, was in Jerusalem. You know, they're in outside the gates of Jerusalem at those days. Today, it's within the limits of Jerusalem, the crucifixion location. In those days, it was outside the walls of the city. Hallelujah. So where was I going with it? I, I'm trying to go fast here and share all these things. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is good tonight, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hear the Lord say the days are evil, brothers and sisters. The days are evil. It's an evil and wicked and perverse generation. Just like when Jesus came the first time. You know, I said, this is a wicked and a perverse generation. We are living in a, yes, amen, yes. Israel wrestling with the world. Israel wrestling with the Lord. So I had a vision that I made a video about a year ago, maybe. You know, and I was saying, I don't know how this works because you got the rapture. The, I, I think the Bible clearly teaches there's a pre-tribulation rapture. But when I saw these visions from the Lord, I was like, well, what, you know, what do I know? You know, but I saw the Lord walking across the Sea of Galilee. And then he was all these Gentiles who were wearing white American naval officers uniforms were being sucked up into half of his body. And they were like fish in the water. And then when they came up into his body, they were wearing these white uniforms, the righteousness of Christ. Just half of his body. Many of you guys remember that. And then the other half of his body was empty. And then I was like, Lord, what does this mean? And the Lord said, this, the other half is for Israel. Israel is half my body. You know, with the church, I'm just, I'm not complete. My body is complete with Israel. So I was like, well, that happens during the tribulation as far as I can understand. I think the Bible clearly teaches that. So I was like, I don't know what, you know, the Lord is showing me other than, what does that mean, you know? So then the next night, the Lord showed me a menorah and it was half lit and half unlit. And I said, what is this, Lord? So half of my menorah is not lit. That's Israel is the other half of my the fullness of the light of God is shines through Israel and the church united. That's what that song that I, like I said, some Jesus freak people, you know, they called them Jesus freak, Jesus movement, hippie Christians in the late 1960s. They wrote that song. We're one in the spirit. As far as I know, this when it came out and they're thinking about Presbyterians uniting with Baptists, but the Lord inspired that song to mean Israel united with the church. I'll say it again. That's when, our unity will be restored. See, the church in the beginning, the church in the beginning was all Jewish. On Pentecost, they were all Jews, brothers and sisters. The original church was Jewish. 
you know, I, I hope there's some Presbyterians watching this, those replacement theology people trying to replace Israel. Like that, my, another guy too, a, a sacred namer, Michael Rood. He believes that, you know, we've replaced Israel too and all this. And that we're saved by keeping the feast. And there's another guy I talked to too, who's actually a great teacher about the Old Testament. Uh, Eric Bissell, his name, he believes we're saved by keeping the feast of Israel. Those feasts point to Jesus Christ. Jesus said, you read the old the scriptures, you think they give you eternal life, but they don't. All those scriptures talking about me, Jesus said. Hallelujah. There is no eternal life promised under the law of Moses, brothers and sisters. There's blessings or cursings promised under the law of Moses. Nothing about eternal life in there, brothers and sisters. The promise of eternal life comes through Jesus Christ, by grace through faith in the Son of God. Amen. That's a good one, Brother Anthony. Right. The two olive the two witnesses. There will be two literal witnesses, but it's true. I do believe the, the saved Jews and the church are two witnesses also. That's a whole nother level. There's no doubt about that, brothers and sisters. And I've never really studied that, but I've thought about it just a little bit years ago. That possibility, I mean, at one level, a different level, I think it totally makes sense. I mean, with God, there's multiple levels of all these things. No doubt about it. So like like I say, the Lord showed me something from the Lord, and then it gives me scriptures and stuff. I was like, well, there it is. It's just not in plain sight. It's only spiritually discerned. And, of course, he's given other people stuff, too, with Bible verses to as a two or more witnesses to support that doctrine. In the mighty name of Jesus, brothers and sisters. So even the 144,000, just the, like the disciples, they went out by twos. 144,000, I assume they'll be going out by twos. The Lord sent his disciples out by two. Why? Because two or more witnesses, brothers and sisters. Besides the two witnesses, Moses and Elijah, Moses and Enoch, as you, different people say, or uh, Enoch and Elijah, whatever. We're not talking about that tonight either. Hallelujah. It's all, it's all going to happen. We're going to see it. And then there, you know, are will, people that are in heaven, they'll be seeing it as a great crowd of witnesses. We can see what's happening on earth during that time. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And of course, those are on earth. They'll be seeing it with their own on earth too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good, Sister Gloria Jeff. God is so good. God is so good. God, you're so good to me. Hallelujah. We're going to be out of here soon, Brother Gunny. Hallelujah. The Lord is going to take us to be with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I hear the Lord say this for all of you, brothers and sisters, for everybody. Matthew chapter 8, and that's about healing, but this is for salvation. The Lord wants me to talk to you about salvation too. And the man that had leprosy, he asked the Lord, he said, if you be willing, you can make me clean. And the Lord said to him, I am willing. And that's what I hear the Lord say that for us, brothers and sisters. There's some people that's not sure if they're saved. And then people that won't need to be healed. I was going to talk about healing tonight, but the Lord arrested me on that message. Physical healing. And that text in Matthew chapter 8 is talking about physical healing. A man with leprosy. But the Lord said, his word to everyone is, I am willing. I am willing. Anything you ask the Lord, you know, for salvation. To be raptured, you know, to be healed. He is willing, brothers and sisters. The Lord said he is willing. That's his word to us. Another Bible verse says uh, his answers are yes and amen. All things are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord is in agreement with us. And yes, the Lord wants you to get that, brothers and sisters, tonight. If you need physical healing, if you're not sure if you're saved, if you're not sure if you're going in the rapture, 
That's right. That's thank you, EM Real. That's another one too. That's right. The Lord said, "Have faith the size of a grain of mustard seed." That's very small, but that little mustard seed grows into a great big tree. So we put our little faith in there, and God gives it the increase, as He told Paul. God gives it the increase, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Father, we give you the praise and the glory right now. Father, we invite you to have your way in our midst, Lord God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I hear the Lord say it again when I read you that text. Well, another time, John 14, in the beginning, he says, let your heart not be troubled. But he says it again in that text. Mark. Is it Mark 13? Is that where he says it too? No, I was reading. I'm sorry. That was... Uh, John 14, I was reading. He already says it in the very beginning. In the very beginning of it, he says, uh, let your heart not be troubled. You believe in God, believe in also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know, which of course, that's when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. So in this one here, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. And that's what I started this video with, with this word from the Lord, verse 27. My peace I give unto you. It's a peace that the world cannot understand. Hallelujah. His peace he gives us. He says right in that text. He said, be ye not troubled, be not troubled. He says it again right in this text that I read earlier from the end of John chapter 14. Hallelujah. He said, you've heard it's been said unto you, I will go away and come again unto you. If you love me, you will rejoice because I said, I go unto the father for my father is greater than I. And I have told you before it comes to pass that when it is come to pass, you might believe. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He tells us again in there. Be not troubled. Be not troubled, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's give him the praise, brothers and sisters. Father, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your glory, Lord, tonight. You deserve the glory. Yes, you guys thank the Lord, please. And the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. Hallelujah. Let's give him the praise, brothers and sisters. Thank the Lord for his goodness. Thank the Lord for his goodness, brothers and sisters, because he's coming back very soon. Soon. Hallelujah. I hear the Lord say, sooner than you think, brothers and sisters. He's coming sooner than we think. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hear the Lord say he's coming in this very hour. But I mean, you know, with the Lord, an hour is, you know, uh, that's what I hear the Lord say this very hour. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the Lord is saying something to me. He said, the Lord said, can't you hear the 
the footsteps. That's what the Lord is saying to me. I mean, I'm just saying what the Lord is saying to me. I'm not thinking in advance. The Lord said, can't you hear the footsteps? Because the Lord said it in this very hour. And then the Lord said to me, can't you hear the footsteps? Oh, I didn't hear it. Hallelujah. Maybe I was supposed to. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you hear the sounds of heaven? It's like the sounds of many waters. It's a sound of worship coming from the throne. Yes. There were men from every nation. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you the praise and the glory. Yes. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's the sound of many waters. How does that song go? Yes. It's the sound of worship coming from the throne. Yes. Yes, Lord, we give you the praise and the glory, Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, we give you the praise. Thank you. Let's all ask the Lord. Lord, give us an ear to hear. Lord, that we might hear the sounds of heaven. Hallelujah, Lord. Open our ears, Lord, that we might hear. Open our eyes, Lord, that we might see. Lord, I ask you to open the ears and open the eyes of all of your people, Lord. Even as Elisha prayed, Lord, and you opened the eyes of Elisha's servant. Lord, open our ears, Lord, and open our eyes, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord, that we might hear and we might see. Hallelujah, that the whole earth is filled with your glory, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you the praise. That Lord just keeps asking me that, you know, from that song. Can you hear the sound of heaven? It's like the sound of many waters. Yes, it's the sound of worship coming from the throne. Yes. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you the praise and the glory, Lord. Yes. We honor you tonight, Lord Jesus. Lord, we bow the knee, Lord, and we invite you, Lord, to have your way in our midst, Lord. Yes, Lord. You deserve the glory. All the glory and honor and praise belongs unto you, Lord. And unto you be all the glory. And unto you be all the glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, the angels dance around you. The earth that sings about you. Open up the heavens, Lord. Let your kingdom come to earth. My praises all surround you. Yes, Lord, we give you the praise. Hallelujah. My soul can't dance without you. Yes, Lord. Open up the heavens, Lord. Yes. Lord, would you rend the heavens, Lord. Rend the heavens, Lord, and come down, Lord, to this place. Lord, come down to earth, Lord Jesus. We invite you, Maranatha. Rend the heavens, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Behold, he comes. Riding on the clouds, shining like the sun at the trumpet call. So lift your voice. It's the year of Jubilee. And out on Zion's hill, salvation comes. Behold, he comes. Riding on the clouds, shining like the sun at the trumpet call. So lift your voice. It's a year of Jubilee. And out on Zion's hill, salvation comes. Hallelujah. Praise God tonight, brothers and sisters. Yes. Shall we be bold to call for the Lord to come down to earth, brothers and sisters? How bold do you have to be to ask the Lord to show up? Literally show up to rend the heavens. Hallelujah. It's only by His Spirit. 
we would have the boldness to ask him to do that, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Rend the heavens, Lord Jesus. Yes, let your lightning strike. Send forth your whirlwind. Yes, Lord, as you begin to fight, fight, fight. Yes, come on strong, Yahweh. Come on strong, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. I mean, what I'm singing, the Lord is leading me to sing these warfare songs, brothers and sisters. Why? Because the Lord's about to do these things that we're asking him to do, brothers and sisters. The Lord is about to do the very things that I'm singing as the Spirit of the Lord is leading me to sing this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's about to begin to fight this final battle, brothers and sisters, known as to us as the tribulation. Hallelujah. Yes, the, the Lord is fighting for his people. The Lord is fighting for the world. What did the Lord say? He said, from the time of the John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has forcefully advanced and the violent take it by force. Hallelujah. Once again, in the last 2,000 years, with the help of the Holy Spirit, the church, some of the church, has forcefully advanced the kingdom of God by the Spirit and by the Word. But the tribulation, it's time for the Lord Himself, brothers and sisters, to forcefully advance His kingdom again like He did 2,000 years ago. Yes, hallelujah. Yes, I will give you the praise and the glory. As I've been telling you guys, this is the hour when the Spirit's power will move again. These are the days when my Father's ways will be known to men. As we worship you in spirit and in truth. That's all we need to do as a church is worship the Lord. God's going to do it. The battle is the Lord's brothers and sisters. Worship him with me. Holy, then we're talking about the Father. Worship the Father in spirit and truth. The Father's coming back to deal with Israel and all that. It's the move of the Father. Holy, you are holy. There is no God like you. Worthy, you are worthy. Let all the earth. Proclaim, mighty, you are mighty. There is no God like you, and we worship you in spirit and in truth. Tell him, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, you are holy. There is no God like you, worthy, you are worthy, let all the earth proclaim, mighty, you are mighty, there is no God like you, we worship him. In spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. The Lord is just speaking to me about shining ones. You know, we're going to go out with our oil lamps. 
oil in our lamps. And I hear the Lord say, he said, let your light so shine before men, right? They may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. The Lord has spoken to me about that before in a live video. We're going to go out in a blaze of glory, brothers and sisters. We'll be shining ones. Hallelujah. His light will be shining visibly off of his bride, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Just like a bride has got this bright white dress that glitters. Hallelujah. It reflects the glory of the bridegroom. Hallelujah. Yes. We're like the moon and Jesus is the sun. S-O-N-S-U-N. And we are the like the moon. We reflect the glory of the sun, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. The true bride. How do you know if you're part of the bride? Because you reflect the glory of the bridegroom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that bright white dress, the bright white robe of righteousness reflects the glory. Hallelujah. A dark outfit, a dingy, dirty outfit will not reflect any light, brothers and sisters. And there's wisdom of the Lord for us tonight, brothers and sisters. He who has an ear, let him hear. Hallelujah. Praise God tonight, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Prepare us, Lord, to be sanctuaries, Lord. Hallelujah. As I sang that song, people want to get the exact words right of this. just a song. But that's our prayer tonight. Lord, prepare us to be sanctuaries, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, prepare me. To be a sanctuary, pure and holy unto thee. That's a prayer for us tonight. I'm singing that prayer. I invite you to ask that to the Lord right now. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy unto thee. Hallelujah. Ask him. Ask him, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wondrous face. And the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. I hear the Lord say this. I hear the Lord say this, brothers and sisters. We need to be like Lot's wife. I hear the Lord say, no turning back. Brothers and sisters, I, I say it as from the Lord. No turning back. No turning back. The cross before me. The world behind me. The cross before me. The world behind me. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. I hear the Lord give this warning. To somebody under the sound of my voice. The Pied Piper is calling you. You better go read the story of the Pied Piper. He deceived the people. Even as it represents Satan. He deceived the people. And led their children. The children of men astray. Kidnapped them. Took them captive. The playing of his siren song of seduction, brothers and sisters. Even so, the reason why we don't look back, the reason why we keep our eyes on the cross is because the devil himself, brothers and sisters, is trying to entice you to seduce the world 
into worshiping him and to rejecting the cross of Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters. This is not a game. And I, I hear the Lord say, you need to be sober and be vigilant. This is not a game. This is not a joke. This is not a lighthearted thing that the Lord wants you to receive. And me too tonight, brothers and sisters. Jesus said this, the Lord has given me a witness to give you from his word again. Jesus said, don't be deceived. He said, if it were possible, even the elect would be deceived. If it were possible. Brothers and sisters, if it wasn't for the spirit of God, if it wasn't for the grace of God, if it wasn't for the Lord holding us by the hand, you would be deceived. I would be deceived. Better get that through your hard head. I know there's a bunch of you guys out there. They'll see this video. Maybe not, you know, who's on here. I don't know. But there's a lot of hypergracers. Sometimes they watch my videos because, you know, they want to hear what's going on. Some prophetic thing. Don't play with the grace of God, brothers and sisters. We need to be very sober and vigilant. The only reason why we are not deceived by the devil is because the Lord is holding our hand. Hallelujah. Amen, Mickey. Yes, make your calling and election sure. That's right. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, Paul said. Hallelujah. Amen, Deborah. We bow down and worship the Lord. And the Lord's having me give these warnings. This video is a warning video, but it's also a comfort from the Lord. The Lord wants to comfort us and give us his peace. Those who are abiding in him, those who've got their eyes on the cross. And all of those who are supposed to be Christians who are playing chicken with the grace of God, that like Lot's wife. The Lord turned Lot's wife into a pillar of salt. In other words, she was judged for disobeying the Lord. And we are in an hour and a day and in a moment. Just like that, brothers and sisters. This whole world is going up like Sodom and Gomorrah. Just the exact same way. You know, the Lord even said that when he talked to his disciples. He said, remember Lot's wife. He said, remember Lot's wife. He's talking to the church. Some of you hypergracers, you need, you need to get a clue. You need to. I mean, look, I, it's not a, it, you know, you're you go into hell or be a rapture to be left behind. It's not my business or my problem. But it's the Lord's business and the Lord's problem. That's why the Lord's having me say this. It's not up to me what anybody does. That's the problem with a lot of hypergracers. The devil's whispering in your ear. Well, he's a self-righteous hypocrite. He's trying to, he's trying to judge you. It's, I mean, I can only care about people that I know. I mean, I don't know everybody in the world. I don't know you. I, how am I supposed to be sitting around worried about you? I don't know you. You know, I can only possibly know the people that I know in a lifetime. How many people can you know? But the Lord knows everybody. And this warning is from the Lord for you, to whosoever it belongs to. You know, that's the job of a preacher. I'm a messenger for the Lord. I'm just saying what the Lord is inspiring me to say. And he has an ear, let him hear. Whosoever it's for, it's for. And whoever it's not for, it's not for. You know, that's that's it. That's what preaching is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be anything else. It's not, oh, I'm trying to grow a mega church. So let me say what people want to hear. That's why the Lord's using me and, and others like me, because Joel Osteen is, is, is sold out to the devil and to do anything to please people. It's the seducing spirits. Paul said in the last days there'll be seducing spirits, you know, tickling people's ears. 
with what they want to hear. The snare of the fowler, I hear the, the Lord is speaking to me so clearly. That's another sign we know we're near. The Lord says that that snare of the fowler is just about to snatch people out of the jaw. The devil's going to snatch people out of the jaws of victory. These false converts or hypergracers, false converts, whatever. Those people, they think they've got victory, but they don't. The devil's going to snatch them in the snare of his fowler. The Lord's going to, the word rapture, you know, the real meaning of the word in English is to be caught up by force, to be snatched away by force. The harpozo, the Greek word there, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, is to be taken by force quickly, you know, grabbing somebody, jerking them out of the way of the snare of the fowler, Psalm 91, you know, the devil's snare on this whole world, brothers and sisters. There's lots of hypergracers. They're going to snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory. Let's say it that way. They, they're just going to barely miss it. And that is a terrible thing. It is a terrible thing. And many of them are going to end up taking the mark because they're into the flesh and they're into pleasing and people pleasing and all that. That whole crowd of type of huge part of the so-called church is made up of people like that, brothers and sisters. I mean, if you can't stand for Jesus Christ in America today when we're not being having our heads chopped off for being a Christian, how much more during the tribulation when they're saying, well, you're going to kill you or you're going to denounce Jesus and take the mark? You know, when it's going to cost you your, your health, and it's going to be... People would say that's a horrible thing. It's painful or whatever. I don't know how much people would feel it, but the idea of having your head shot off, chopped off would be a very terrifying thing. You would be terrified, even though, yeah, you probably wouldn't feel anything because it's so fast by the grace of God, right? But just the idea to scare the heaven out of you. Let's put it instead of scaring the hell out of you, scare the heaven out of you. So those who are fence riders, those who are false converts, those who are lukewarm, those who are playing with God, <laughs> it's only by the grace of God somebody's going to say, I'm not going to deny Jesus and get my head chopped off. Maybe they would have to have the Spirit of God in them to be able to have the guts to do that. Only by the Spirit of the Lord. So people that's playing, if you're playing now, when it's not costing you really, really not costing you anything, but just pleasure, maybe earthly pleasures, what you going to do when it costs you your life? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Anna G. I, that's right. Yeah, the Lord said he would speak to me more clearly about this. I guess he is. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. I hear the Lord say that those of us who are be, going to be raptured by the grace of God, we're clothed in his righteousness. Just praise the Lord. If, if you are really saved, the Bible says the spirit of the Lord will bear witness with our spirit that we're children of God. Romans chapter eight. If you're really saved, praise the Lord. We're clothed in his righteousness, brothers and sisters. Nobody's perfect. I say that. The Lord is leading me to say that too. We're none of us are perfect. But when we sin, we have an advocate with the Father, even the Lord Jesus Christ. First John chapter one. And if we confess our sins, he, the Lord, is just and faithful to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And the Lord says, uh, you know, and exactly what the Lord said to me is, you know, uh, praise the Lord that you are clothed in his righteousness. That's what we need to do. We need to thank the Lord and praise the Lord that we are clothed in his righteousness, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Our righteousness that cometh by faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.
Praise the Lord. Those white robes that reflect the glory of the sun, the S-O-N, S-U-N, the moon, the bride. He gave us those white robes. Hallelujah. Like he tells the parable of the wedding, the wedding feast. And there's somebody that got into the wedding feast without a, without a wedding garment on. Hallelujah. I've made a video about that. Hallelujah. The man was speechless when the master of the king asked him, how'd you get in here without any wedding garments? He says the man was speechless. See, he didn't have a testimony. And the king said, bind him head and foot and throw him out. He'll have no part of my wedding supper. That's a false convert, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. I talked about that. Trying to sneak in in the wedding feast. But see, when the, the king asked him, where's your garment? He says he was speechless. See, we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. See, Jesus said, if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my father and his angels. He who, who confesses me before men, I will confess you before my father and his holy angels. Right. So there's people that deny the Lord when it's convenient or during the tribulation. For sure, they'll be denying, denying the Lord. But we can say that right now. I did a prayer the other day. Lord, confess me before your father. Lord, confess us before your holy angels, Lord. Confess us before your angels, Lord. Send those holy angels down here, Lord. You know, uh, ministering angels to minister for those who are being saved, as the Bible said. Lord, send healing angels. Send breakthrough angels. Send delivering angels, Lord. Send angels of light, angels of glory, you know, guardian angels, uh, whatever you can pray, you know, because I told you guys, I don't usually get into angels because, you know, the Bible says that people worship angels and all that mentions about that, warns about that. But the Lord told me, you know, when I'm doing the deliverances and stuff, I told you guys, and he's like, there's angels with you. You just didn't see them. There's lots of angels. And I'll say it again, what the Lord said to me. He said, how many angels do I have? I said, I thought about it. I said, Lord, your word says you have innumerable angels, uncountable number of angels. And the Lord asked me, what are they doing? I said, I don't know. He said, they're all doing something. I didn't create a single one without a purpose. Every angel, innumerable number of angels are busy about our father's business. Like we're supposed to be. So you imagine millions and millions or billions of angels, all kinds of angels, watching angels, guarding angels, recording angels, angels taking people to heaven, angels removing demons from people and throwing them into the pit. It's all going on around us all the time, brothers and sisters. You know, and it says that the angels move, and I don't know why I'm switching teachings here from the Lord, but it says that the angels move. At the word of God, they they respond at the word of God. So like when you say to command a demon to get out of here and rebuke this demon in Jesus name. You don't see it unless the Lord opens your spiritual eyes to see. But some angels are coming and taking that demon and throwing it into the pit, brothers and sisters. And I've heard many people say I haven't seen it, but lots of people who could who saw in the spirit world, they saw angels with like a bottle of anointing oil and pouring it on people's head. And the person was healed. I've heard lots of people who've seen that. I, I personally know many people that have that can see sometimes in the spirit world in churches and they've seen it. So, you know, we say the Lord is healing me, but sometimes for whatever reason, he sends an angel that touches you or pours oil on you or whatever. Angels are performing surgery on you and you can't see it. How all those things work, we don't know. But there's definitely lots of things, activity going on in the spirit world. Evil and, of course, the holy angels that we can't see unless the Lord would allow us to. Lots of things going on, brothers and sisters. As Elijah said to his servant, there's more with us than it's against us, brothers and sisters. You just can't see it. Hallelujah. 
I, I hear the Lord. The Lord is always inspiring me what to say, but even more directly now. I this is a Bible verse, but I'm singing the song. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The Lord liveth and blessed be the rock and let the God of my salvation be exalted. The ultimate salvation for us, church, is when Jesus comes and saves us from the snare of the fowler. That's going to be the ultimate salvation anybody's ever experienced, I think. You know, individuals, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they got an awesome salvation, right? They were saved from the fiery furnace. Daniel was saved from the lion's den, right? Individuals. We, brothers and sisters, when we get our salvation, we're going to be not only saved from the Antichrist and the mark of the beast, we're literally going to be going up to heaven. We're going to be saved from physical death. Anybody that goes in the rapture is going to be saved from physical death. That's only a one-time event in the history of the world that somebody didn't die. I mean, even Jesus gave up the ghost and was in the ground for three days, his physical body. Those who get raptured ain't even going to experience that. I mean, that's got to be one of the greatest gifts that God ever gave to man. That's awesome. Of course, Elijah and Enoch, uh, you know, they were taken up. They didn't die as a type for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah in the mighty name of Jesus. Evelyn, God bless to you this morning there or the late night there. I guess it's about one or two o'clock in the morning there. Hallelujah. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom. Power and love, our God, is an awesome God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is good, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise His name. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Praise God. I thank you guys, which I never even mentioned. I will now. Thank you guys for liking the video. So this video will get out. It's an important message. Thank you very much. Well, I hope you're all right now, Evelyn, if you're on here. I assume you're stopped choking because you're on here right now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. You're okay. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'll pray for you. Okay. We just rebuke the enemy away from you, Evelyn, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I speak right now that all evil would depart from around Evelyn, from her house, in the mighty name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over Evelyn. Over the mind of Evelyn, over the heart of Evelyn, over the body of Evelyn, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ right now, the Lamb of God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord has really been speaking to me so clearly and showed me so clearly, Evelyn. That's what the Lord just showed me. I know that's why I was being quiet because the Lord shows me stuff and I usually just keep going without saying, that, oh, the Lord showed me something. But the Lord keeps showing me such unique stuff tonight, the last several days. And what I saw, Evelyn... And this is so true, of course. I saw a little sheep. I saw a little lamb. And I thought, well, maybe it's the Lord. But then I saw that the lamb was... Then I saw Jesus. And he had his hand out. He had some food in his hand. He was holding it out there. And that sheep was eating the food out of his hand. And that sheep was you, Evelyn. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord is just so good. The Lord is a whole lot nicer than any person, you know. Yes. Hallelujah. By his hand, we are fed, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we give you the praise and glory right now. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, yes. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Evelyn. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's thank him tonight, brothers and sisters. Let's thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, Todd, you have to go back and watch it if you just got on here. I've been on for an hour and a half already. And I'm just waiting on the Lord to wrap it up as the Lord leads, whatever the Lord wants. Father, we give you the praise and the glory, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, I ask you to pour out your spirit on all your people, Lord, even as you promised to pour out your spirit on all flesh in the last days. That your sons and daughters would prophesy. That your old men would dream dreams and your young men would see visions, Lord. You said you would pour out your spirit on your handmaids. Also, Lord, on men and women. Lord, I ask you, Lord, even as you did on Pentecost. Hallelujah. Even as you did when Moses dedicated the tabernacle in the wilderness, even as Solomon dedicated the temple, even on the day of Pentecost, Lord, even with Elijah at Mount Carmel, Lord, you sent down fire on your people, Lord. Father, I ask you to send down fire again on your people, Lord, that you approve the sacrifice of praise of your people, Lord. Lord, signifying from the throne of heaven, that we are accepted in the beloved, that we are received. And that's what I hear the Lord say, signs, signs and wonders. That's why the fire fell on Pentecost, tongues of fire, and all those other events that I mentioned because God was sending a sign that could be seen even by the heathen that God was with Elijah. He was with Moses. He was with Solomon at the dedication of the temple. He was with the 120 in the upper room. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Lord, once again, shake the world, Lord. As you said in Hebrews chapter 12, you would once again shake heaven and earth, Lord, even as you did at Mount Horeb, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We know you're about to shake heaven and earth. But we have been given a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Hallelujah. Praise God. Anything that can be shaken will be shaken. That's a whole other way of wisdom for the false converts, the lukewarm, the backslidden. The Lord said in his word, anything that can be shaken will be shaken. See, if you're rooted and grounded in love, if you're planted by the river of living water, you will not be moved. You will not be shaken in mind or spirit at the coming of the Lord, brothers and sisters. But you'll be ready in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, to be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Hallelujah. So shall we forever be with the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. 
We thank you, Lord Jesus. We've got mansions just over the hilltops. Hallelujah. Yes, in the sweet by and by, by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. Hallelujah. Yes, in the sweet by and by, by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. Yes, Lord, we thank you tonight, Lord, for your mercy. Yes. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. He is good. He is above all things. His love endures forever. Sing praise, sing praises. Forever God is faithful. Forever God is strong. Forever God is with us. Forever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I thank the Lord for all of his inspirational words, visions, and dreams tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you for your goodness. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. What is that? How does that song go? Who told the lightning bolts where they should go? Who has the storehouses laden with snow? Yes. Let's see. I mean, yeah, hallelujah. I don't remember all the words to it. You are amazing, God, all-powerful, uncontainable. You place the stars in the sky and you know them by name. You are amazing, God. Hallelujah. He is amazing. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is amazing, beyond amazing. Yes. You are amazing, God. Yes, Lord. You, you know the depths of my heart, and you love me the same. You are amazing, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. You are all-powerful, unchangeable. You know the depths of my heart, and you love me the same. You are amazing, God. Hallelujah. That's him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen, Arlette. That's the old one there. Yes, the original. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Yes, hallelujah. Praise God tonight, brothers and sisters. Yes. Hallelujah. We thank you tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless your name. Yes. How great thou art, how great thou art. Yes, Lord. Yes, then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Hallelujah, yes. When Christ shall come with sounds of acclamation, to take me home, what joy shall fill my heart. Then I will bow in humble adoration and there proclaim, my God, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great Thou art, hallelujah, yes, amen. Jesus reigns, where sin doth abound, grace doth more abound, hallelujah. Jesus reigns, the title of your channel is the answer, right? But 
There's lots of demonic activity, but Jesus reigns. Hallelujah. It shall not come nigh you. Psalm 91. Hallelujah. Even though all those 10,000s fall to your side or a thousand at my right hand, it shall not come nigh me. Hallelujah. Because I've made the Lord. I've set my love on the Lord. I've made him my holy habitation. He will satisfy me with long life and show me his salvation. Psalm 91. Hallelujah. Trust, trust in the Lord. Lean not on your own understanding. In all, all of your ways, acknowledge him. He'll make your path straight. Yes, hallelujah. Father, we give you all the praise and the glory tonight, Lord. We better sing it again. The Lord keeps singing. Lead me to sing that song all the time. You deserve the glory. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. The Lord just spoke to me about speaking in unknown tongues. The Lord said he wants us to speak in unknown tongues, brothers and sisters, as our spirit prayeth. It says when we speak in an unknown tongue, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, that our spirit, spirit prayeth mysteries unto God. We pray and ask the Lord for interpretation also. I hear the Lord say he wants you to build up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. As I think the Lord had me say that to you guys just in the last week or two. He's telling me again, hallelujah, if you've not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Lord wants you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And some of you, of course, already have been. The Lord wants you to pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Build up your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost tonight, brothers and sisters. I invite you to begin to pray in the Spirit. Not just with the Spirit, but in the Spirit. Hallelujah. You start out with the, in the Spirit, but with the Spirit. Going into the Spirit. I'm trying to say it here. You start out, and then as you begin to speak in other tongues, and I don't think I've ever talked about this, but you guys who are experienced with the Holy Spirit, you know you can go higher and higher in that you can pray in the spirit like here but then you can go higher and higher and higher and begin to really speak in it's different different levels of speaking in tongues and praying in spirit what i'm talking about hallelujah i don't know really know how to explain it right now and articulate it to you but i will as the lord leads next time hallelujah praise the lord yes yes father we give you the praise and the glory right now hallelujah Thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray right now for everyone in the sound of my voice to be who has not been to receive ye the baptism of the Holy Ghost right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands and receive it. Begin to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, we give you the praise and glory. Yes, as the Bible says, a Bible verse you might never heard. When Jesus went into the temple and the children were crying out, Hosanna to the son of David. They were speaking in a known tongue inspired by the Holy Spirit. 
And they, they said, didn't you hear these, what these people, these children are saying? And Jesus said, did you never read in my word where it says out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, I have perfected praise. So when we pray in the spirit, the Lord is perfecting that praise, brothers and sisters. He's perfecting those prayers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's worship the Lord. Let's give him praise and glory. Hallelujah. Father, we praise you tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Have your way, Lord. Yes. And the Lord's desire for us, brothers and sisters, is to be one in the spirit. Hallelujah. They will know we are Christians by our love, by our love. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. And we pray that someday our unity will be restored. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus, tonight for your spirit. Yes, Lord. And sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, stay right here with us, filling us with your love. And as for these blessings, we lift our hearts in praise. Without a doubt, we'll know that we have been revived when we shall leave this place. And sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, stay right here with us, filling us with your love and as for these blessings we lift our hearts in praise without a doubt we'll know that we have been revived when we shall leave this place i hear the lord say no weapon formed against us shall prosper brothers and sisters hallelujah Isaiah 54, 17, hallelujah. Our righteousness is of the Lord, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Praise God tonight. I hear the Lord say, "Let the Bible verse 2, it says, Let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Let everything that, let everything that, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. It's another Bible verse, hallelujah. Let's praise Him, brothers and sisters. Give Him praise. Give Him praise, yes. Give the Lord all of your praise. Give the Lord all of your heart tonight, brothers and sisters. Don't hold anything back from the Lord. Let it go. Let it release it unto the Lord, brothers and sisters. He says, cast your cares upon me because I care for you, the Lord says in his word. Hallelujah. Give it to the Lord tonight. Give the Lord your sickness. Give the Lord your sins. Give the Lord your troubles and your problems. And take his righteousness, take his healing, take his health, take his life. That's what he gave us, his life, eternal life in exchange for 
all of our sins, all of our sicknesses, all of our diseases, as we call upon His name and repent, brothers and sisters. I'm forgiven because you were forsaken. I'm accepted. You were condemned. I'm alive and well. Your spirit lives within me because you died and rose again. Amazing love, how can it be that you, my king, would die for me? Amazing love, I know it's true, and it's my joy to honor you in all I do. I honor you, Lord, in all I do. I honor you. Hallelujah. Let that be our prayer. Then all we do, we would honor the Lord. Of course, we all have fallen short of his glory, brothers and sisters. We all have a bad day. That's why we need to repent, ask forgiveness, and the Lord will cleanse us of all unrighteousness because he's good. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all. Jesus, you always hear me when I call. Jesus, you pick me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest, sweetest name of all. Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all. Jesus, you always hear me. When I call Jesus, you pick me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest, sweetest name of all. Hallelujah. Praise his name, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Yes. Hmm. Praise his holy name tonight, brothers and sisters. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, it's up to the Lord if I'm gonna we're gonna wrap it up. To God be the glory, yes, to God be the glory, to God be the glory, to God be the glory for the things he has done. Hallelujah, yes, Jesus paid it all, now all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. Hallelujah, praise God. God bless you guys tonight, brothers and sisters. I think I'm going to wrap it up as the Lord leads. It's all up to him. Praise his holy name. God is good. Blessed be his name. Hallelujah. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation. Purchased of God. Born of his spirit. Washed in his blood. This is my story, this is my song. I'm praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I and my Savior am happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above, filled with His goodness, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song. I'm praising my Savior all the day long. Hallelujah. Praise God tonight, my brothers and sisters. 
God bless. God bless each and every one of you. I'll get it out. The light in this room, uh, it's, I didn't. It keeps changing around on me. Everyone, I look around, the light's changing. I'm just trying to see what's going on. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't know if it comes through on the camera or not, but the light keeps changing around here. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's been doing that in the last several weeks in my videos, maybe months now. We, you know, some people have seen the angels on there. I have seen some, and some everybody saw. The light keeps changing around. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time. He put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good. God is good all the time. Brother Al, God is good all the time. Hallelujah. Don't you know it, brothers and sisters? God is good all the time. To him, the, I keep trying to leave and the Lord keeps leaving me to sing. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and power forever. Hallelujah. Amen. He's good, brothers and sisters. He is good. He's holy, righteous. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Yes. You know, if we, I just hear the Lord, I got a word. You know, if you, if you praise in the Lord, the Lord's just going to, it's going to touch your lives, but because he always does. But I'm, the Lord is just like when we praising him right now in this season of visitation, in this moment of visitation. The Lord's going to touch our lives, brothers and sisters, in some unique way. What all that means, I don't know. Of course, it's up to the Lord. But I just hear the Lord saying, you know, he, he wants to bless our lives. What does his word say? You know, we think about it just in salvation. It says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I believe that's Romans 10, 13. Or maybe 10, 12, 13. It says, uh, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Well, we think about it's just salvation, but it's like when you call upon the name of the Lord, you'll be saved, like saved from trouble, saved from sickness, saved from disease, saved from attack, spiritual attack, whatever, saved from financial disaster. I've never thought about that way. The Lord's given me lots of unique things tonight. Hallelujah. Let's call upon the Lord. Yes, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. Hallelujah. Yes, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into him and they are saved. That's another one. That's another Bible verse. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we call upon you right now. We come in agreement. Lord Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy. Let's pray it right now. All you guys who need physical healing, you guys that want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, you know, want to you know, be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. You guys need deliverance from evil, evil people or demonic attack or whatever. Just pray with me. Lord Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Yes, Lord. Jesus, we call it, call upon his name. Jesus, yes, Lord, we call upon your name, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. Have mercy on us, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Have mercy, Lord Jesus, on your people tonight, Lord. Yes. You came and died that we might live. You rose again in victory. Victory, Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. That's him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
There's power in the name of Jesus, right? There is power in the name of Jesus. Yes, he forgives all of our sins and heals us of all of our diseases are let. Absolutely. Psalm 103. Yes, hallelujah. Yes, there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, every kind of chain. Sickness, disease, anguish, anxiety, fear, torment, attacks, financial disaster, whatever it may be. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Your love overcame the grave, surely it can break every chain. Your love overcame the grave, surely it can break every chain, break every chain. Yes, Lord, we thank you tonight, Lord. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Yes, that's it. Don't give up. You're on the brink of a miracle. Don't give in. You are not alone. Don't give up. You're on the brink of a miracle. Don't give in. God's still on the throne. That's it, brothers and sisters. Don't give up. That's what Jesus said. The Lord said, I would have men faint not. Don't faint. But to continue, when he's talking about seeking and asking and knocking and getting answered prayer, he said, I would have that men would not faint, you know, give up to run out of steam, run out of energy. Wait on the Lord, the Bible says. Wait on the Lord, I say. Those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Said Isaiah 43. They shall mount up as on wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not fail. Hallelujah. Praise God tonight. The promises of the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Hallelujah. As the old song says, he's an on-time God. Oh, yes, he is. He might not get there when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. He's an on-time God. Oh, yes, he is. His timing is perfect, brothers and sisters. The rapture will be perfectly timed. God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him. Romans 8, 28. He takes things that are meant for evil and turns them into good. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen, Brother Todd. Yes, the Lord. I know lots of people have been writing stuff what the Lord's been telling me before I say it. I've seen in the comments people writing stuff that the Lord had told me. You know, and lots of people. I mean, more and more people are hearing more and more clearly from the Lord. Everybody. That's his people. So we know that's another sign of convergence. Of all things, for the rapture, tribulation, and all that. It is at hand. I hear the Lord say that, that all these things are at hand, even at the door. Hallelujah. The rapture is at hand. And the Lord keeps telling me again, at, at this very hour. So, you know, when the Lord says this very hour, I don't know if it's, it's not like, maybe it is an earthly hour. I don't know. But that's what the Lord said, this very hour. It's the hour. Yeah. So, you know, when the Lord, you go read the Bible verses, I have to look it up myself where he says in this very hour. You know, it's like this time this season right i guess i don't know i'd have to look at the bible verses and see but you know i have a vague idea it means right now very soon hallelujah praise the lord yes thank you jesus god bless you brothers and sisters okay i'll see you soon go back and listen to the things the lord showed me it's in here 
praise the Lord. I'm glad I'm happy myself because uh, I'm ready for the Lord, you know, because in my own mind, the world is getting so bad. I want to see a great, I, you know, it's up to the Lord, but I mean, I want to see a great awakening or the rapture because it's horrible to see the world going the way it is when they call good evil and evil good. I mean, at every level, the corruption and the deception of all the media and all the deception and corruption and censorship and all that is just so I can't even stand to look at it. And I don't think the Lord wants us to be looking at it. That's what I've been telling you guys. The Lord's been warning me, you know, keep your eyes on me. It's for all of us. So the world cannot go on the trajectory that it's on right now. Unless there's a great awakening or it's time for the rapture. That's the only two options. I mean, it's just going over a cliff. I mean, they're trying to start World War III as fast as they can, which could be over with in 15, you know, 30 minutes. It would all be over with, right? If they, if the Lord allowed them, I say 30 minutes, let's give it an hour. Let's be, let's be generous and say it would all be over with it within an hour. And uh, so besides all the, you can't have a totally corrupt system even in supposed to be the, you know, the the greatest country in the history of the world with the constitution and all that is corrupt to the core. So how much more other countries corrupt, you know, and people just live with it, you know, that's why they want to come to the West, you know, so the, the, it's like the fullness of the corruption is here. Let's say it that way. It's like the fullness with the rainbow coalition and all that involving children and all that. It's like the, uh, we're like at the pinnacle of uh, them calling evil good and uh, the censorship of people that don't agree with that. We're, we got to be near the fullness of all that. We got to be near the fullness of it, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. I mean, it's just obvious by looking at it. As a matter of fact, I, I don't watch hardly anybody. I watch Rabbi Khan when I have time. You know, he's a messianic preacher. He was, he had some survey. It was in the news. I didn't see it, but he was saying it's like 23% of atheists believe we're living in the last days. I don't know how atheists could say that, but that's what he was saying. But I guess because of the mark of the beach technology, probably. But it's like 40% of all American Democrats believe we're living in the time of the mark of the beast. So all you got to do is watch the news and heard about the mark of the beast and what it is. You can't buy, sell, or trade. Everybody knows that has half a brain that the, some kind of a control chip is here, even if you're not a Christian. They want to control everybody through some chip. Atheists know that, you know, you know, younger people especially. I mean, it's here, just on that level. But God uses all those things to get people saved, right? God is using all those technologies and uh, different avenues to wake people up. So the, the technology we're hearing about, some people are getting saved because of that, especially young people, probably. So that's great. That's the point. I think nobody's, I don't think hardly anybody is walking around saying everything's going to be great for another hundred years. It just look at everything. It's just, it's just not possible without God intervening with some miracle. The trajectory of the world is very short term. No doubt about it. Just in the natural. You can't keep going. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All those things. That's right, Misty. All those different reasons. God bless you guys, okay? And I know the Lord wanted this video, and it should be a blessing to whosoever sees it. And I pray, and I believe people get saved out of it. Get rap it will be rapture ready out of this video. And that's the reason why the Lord had me make it. 
the Lord wishes, I mean, the Lord told me a whole lot more, which he didn't put in my mind or, or lead me to share, but I'm kind of sharing it. The Lord is like wishing none to perish. The Lord is upset because so many people are not going to be raptured. I feel that in my spirit from the Lord that he is very upset because he wishes none to perish, but lots of people are going to perish, you know, which is common sense. But I mean, when I feel it in my spirit from the Lord about that, and so maybe he'll get me to share more about it. But I mean, that's what I feel. So, and of course, I already knew that, but it was still surprising or shocking that, you know, I felt it from the Lord, like, because it's time. It's time. Time's about up, brothers and sisters. That's it. Amen. God bless you guys, okay? Good night. Good day, wherever you're at. God bless.